Hi, welcome to the Lazy Therapist Podcast. My name is Gloria, and I'm here to help you start your journey to becoming mentally healthier. I believe that although life is hard, therapy doesn't have to be. Today in particular, I'd like to challenge you to change your thought life because you are what you think. Conventional wisdom around physical health suggests that you cannot out-exercise a bad diet to achieve fat loss. So you are basically what you eat. And if you want to get healthier, um, your diet must change. Um, So in essence, your calorie intake versus your exercise output must be equal. Now, I'm no fitness guru, but I really would like to borrow this approach to mental health as it relates to thought life. You can't out self-care negative or destructive thought patterns because thoughts have creative power. And as they say, thoughts are powerful. You see, we live in a world full of thoughts and our thoughts create our experiences and our perspectives, meaning we experience what we think. Now, bear with me. I'm not saying it's every thought that you think of. It's not the majority of those thoughts, but it's the thoughts um, that are our repeated thoughts that end up influencing our behavior and may cause harm. Um, The thoughts that we think repeatedly are the ones that begin to shape our reality and can then affect our actions, our behavior, and attitude. So if we have quality thoughts, we can create quality in our life that is positive. If our thoughts and emotions and behaviors are toxic, over time, that will have a negative impact on not only our mental health, but our overall health. Dr. Caroline Leaf, a cognitive neuroscientist, states that research has found that 75 to 98% of mental, physical, and behavioral illnesses come from one's thought life. Imagine that. Only two to 25% of mental and physical illnesses come from the environment and genes, right? Now, I'm not here to doom you, um, but the good news with this is that neuroscience also tells us that we are not victims of our thoughts. You can change your mind, okay? The brain can adjust to trauma and um, it can rewire your toxic Uh, thoughts and learning patterns. Um, And this rewiring process is what is known as um, neuroplasticity, right? It's really just um, to say that the brain is flexible. And the good news also is that our past may create a predisposition, right? But it's not our destiny, right? Every trauma or any trauma you may have experienced, every stress you could have experienced is not your destiny, You could be predisposed to anxiety, predisposed to um, mental illnesses, but that does not necessarily have to be your destiny. And therefore, I have good news. You can be a neuroplastician, right? Our mind has the power to heal our brains. We can intentionally and deliberately direct our mind. We can stimulate um, neuroplasticity in the brain and improve our functioning. And I'll tell you this, it's very exciting news for me to just to know and and um, know that there is a discovery that our brains can be rewired or healed through right thinking. And 
Why is this important? Because it means we can flip the script. You don't have to um, go where your thoughts lead you. You can flip the script at any point, right? Now, you can ask, okay, so um, I can change my thoughts, but I still feel feel terrible. What's the deal? Yes, I'm thinking happy thoughts, but I'm still feeling sad. Well, here's the thing. Emotions can be very unreliable. Your emotions are real, but they can be very unreliable in determining what's real and what's true. Emotions can feel um, real to us, but they're not real in themselves, right? So Emotions are generally our perception of what we believe to be real. So, for example, um, you could be at the mall and someone looks at you and you could just assume they don't like you, right? And this has nothing to do with actual factual information. It could be something you've perceived because you're probably having a bad day or you're having a bad hair day. So now you think everyone looking at you is uh, making a comment um, uh, on your hair, but that emotion doesn't necessarily mean that it's true until, uh, the other person actually says, I, I, I dislike you. Right. So our emotions, uh, like I said, are only a perception of what we believe to be real and our emotions can be moved by different circumstances. Um, they can change according to what we see and, uh, oftentimes, uh, things are not as they seem. Like I've given an example. Um, life, I believe, is is never black and white sometimes, right? Um, and I would like to borrow uh, a quote uh, from a Greek philosopher. And he says, it's not the events of life that change us emotionally. It's the way that we view those things in life. Um, there is a common um, story. I've heard it before. I can't even remember who it who it's about, but it tells a story about two brothers who, um, grew up in, um, an abusive home, right? And one ends up being an abuser himself and one ends up being, um, a doctor, right? Helping victims of abuse, right? And so one event could have different, um, views uh, on how people respond to it. When these brothers were asked, each one have said, what else could I have been, depending on whatever trauma they had experienced. So it's not the events of life that change us emotionally. It's the way we view those thoughts. And you may not want to believe it, but emotions are finally what end up ruling our lives uh, because we either react or respond to life based on our thoughts and our thoughts guide our emotions, which eventually... <laughs> guide um, our, our lives. So toxic thoughts produce toxic emotions, which produce toxic attitudes, which result in toxic behaviors. So I'd like to share with you six effective, effective ways you can use to change your mindset. And if you can couple this with therapy work and counseling, um, you can work out a way to find ways to rewire and heal your brain's um, so you can reap the benefits of healthy thinking and explore the ways to stop your emotions from, from controlling um, your life. You don't have to go to therapy to use these techniques, although talking to a licensed professional can be very, very useful. Um, and please remember that um, these techniques are not a quick fix. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It takes time. 
an effort to renew one's mind um, and in turn changing our neural pathways. Um, but I believe that it is possible to achieve a healthier mind, healthier thoughts, healthier emotions, and um, stop negative thought patterns from spiraling out of control. So technique number one, determine your mindset, right? When you have a goal or you want to achieve something, ask yourself to achieve this goal, what mindset do I need? Right? So for example, you could have the mindset of, um, bad things always happen to good people. Right? And you want to, ha you have a big presentation coming up. Your, your thoughts are going to continually uh, push you into that direction of kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. Right? But if you can determine your mindset from the get-go, from everything you face in life and ask yourself to achieve this goal, to achieve what I, what I need to do, um, what mindset do I need? Right? Or you could ask yourself, how would someone successful, whoever you determine to be successful, how does someone who's successful in this role, how would they think, right? So number one is determine your mindset. Number two, change your self-talk, right? When you tell yourself you're not good enough, your thoughts will create your reality, right? And you will hold yourself back. So be your number one cheerleader. Start by changing your negative um, self-talk from I'm not good enough to I'm good enough. I can do this. It may sound weird. It may sound uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable, but it helps. Change your self-talk. Be your own motivational speaker. Hype yourself up in the morning. Tell yourself I'm beautiful. I'm handsome. I've born for this. I'm a fireworks. A friend of mine said I'm a firework. I'm like, yes, you know. So change your self-talk. Number three, surround yourself with like-minded people, right? Birds of the same feather flock together. If you surround yourself with pessimists, negative people, um, half glass, uh, no glass, why is it a glass sort of people, you will find yourself picking up those habits. You might not want to, but it will rub off on you, right? And the thing is, sometimes these negative people are our friends, our families. And again, this is not to say uh, shun them, but surround yourself more and more with uplifting people, people who think positively, people who can modify, help you modify your mindset and um, your habits uh, and people who are just positive and are, uh, um, are here to, to, to make things work, right? Number four, get out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself to do new things right? The more you challenge yourself and you conquer those things, your mind begins to shift from I can't to I can, from I couldn't to, or to from I wouldn't or I want to I will. So get out of your comfort zone. Make a habit every week. Give yourself a challenge to say today I'm going to do ABCD. Whatever your comfort zone is, you get out of it, right? Number five, Change how you speak. This is very similar to changing your self-talk, but this one is more of watch what you say, 
right? So just like changing your inner self-talk, you need to change how you speak to others. So instead of always, you know, being being um, the, the, the person who's always looking for negative things or always complaining, it can be such... I, I've come to realize that um, complaining comes so easily, right? But be the person who looks for compliments, right? Um, so you can be either of two things. You walk into the room and the first thing you say is, oh my gosh, the lighting is bad, right? Or you could be the person who says, oh my God, we've got lights. You have a choice. You have a choice um, to talk about positive experiences in your life rather than complaining. And as you continue to do this, your mindset will, will change to an encouraging one um, and drown out fear and want. Number six and last, read, learn, and apply new knowledge. Reading books about how your mind and your brain works and just positive books um, can help you become more positive and help you apply these techniques in your life. So let's recap. Number one, determine your mindset. Number two, change your self-talk. Number three, surround yourself with like-minded people. Number four, get out of your comfort zone. Number five, change how you speak. Number six, read, learn, apply your new knowledge. Now, remember, positivity isn't something that just happens to you. It's a skill like any other that requires regular practice, right? We do absorb a lot of negativity without realizing it from the movies we watch, the books we read, uh, the media, right? Which can fill our minds with a lot of doubts, with a lot of fear and worries. But a positive thought can be like, you know, the first rain after a drought. And this is very important for your mental health. Positivity, uh, positive thoughts can be, uh, can breed hope into your situations, right? Hope of better things to come. Um, and I know it can be frustrating, can be a frustrating um, thing to tell, um, to be told to just think positively. And this is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying think, just think positively. I'm saying begin to retrain your mind to look for positive things. Retrain your mindset, change the way you speak. Um, it is not denying um, what is going on, but it's finding the ways and the tools to begin to restructure your mind to find the good um, in what is around you, right? And like anything, just like physical exercise, positive thinking is like exercise for the brain. The more you do it, the better the benefits will be. You can change your mind. One skill that I learned uh, from Joyce Meyer, preacher, uh, she said every time she has a negative thought, she will always say something positive out loud and just stop herself. And that's the message I brought to you today is you can change your mind because we do become what we think about. So let's change what we think about. Thank you for listening. However, please note that this is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information or questions on the topic or where you can find a licensed mental health professional, 
get in touch with me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. And please subscribe to get notified when a new episode is up. And please share this episode with those who may be interested with the topic. Thank you for listening again. And remember, life is hard. Therapy doesn't happen.